Okay, welcome back to episode number 28. How's everyone doing? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> sure, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, so in case the listeners aren't aware, um, I'm, I've just got back from Tomorrowland. And here I am recording this uh, episode of Take Flight Podcast. As you can imagine, my energy levels are sky high right now. So I'm really looking forward to this recording, guys. Thank, thank you for making it sure. Appreciate yeah, that. No worries, man. No worries. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> how are you guys? Yeah. How, how are you guys feeling anyway? All good? Yeah. Always. Ready, ready, ready to go. Always. Less. Perfect, man. That's what I need. So on this week's episode, you're here with myself, Olu, Shuel. Daniel and Pabilo. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how much are we helping or hindering ourselves when it comes to setting age targets. So like by the age of 25, I want to be married. Yeah. Or by the age of 30, I want to have a million. So we're going to break into that and see, is that actually helping us or hindering us? And then we've got the book review, which will be taken by Pabilo. So looking forward to that, like always. So stay tuned and let's get started. Take off, take flight with you. We never fly, but we're flying. Yeah, so I, th- I thought I thought it'd be a very interesting topic to cover because it's it's like a it's like a, a version of setting goals and targets, but it's more specific mm. on around a lot of us, a lot of the young generation today are, are sort of caught up in. When I hit 25, I want to have, you know, the car, the house, the girlfriend, the wife. When I hit 30, I want to have every everything else as well. And I start I to really think it's the younger generation. I can put my hand up and say I. Well, we, are, we, are, we are the younger generation. Let's, let's just say uh, the millennials in that sense. And I start to wonder: is is by having these, like you said, age goals, is it really helping us or is it hindering us? Um, so just to get everyone's thoughts on and I think it's also important for us to share our experiences on where we've said I want to I want to re- reach something by 30 and perhaps we're not reaching that particular goal and how do we, how do we feel about it although I hear you laughing there I'm laughing because I'm like did anyone actually reach any of those goals that they set because <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh I'm going to get married by the age of 25 you yeah, marriage goal. Yeah. Yeah, I had a marriage goal 25 because I was just like, one, I don't want to have kids when I'm too late. Mm. I want to be able to still be active. <laughs> I love it. I'm laughing because these are like all valid points, but you're past 25 and you're still not married. So how does it make you feel? <laughs> See, this is the problem with having these. No, but, this, but this, is, this is what happens with young um, are we gonna? Should I talk about all my goals, or do we want to go straight into like? No, 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 sorry, I, no, sorry. I, think, I think before we move on, let's 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 touch on that topic, Olu. I think it's 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 very it's very it's very no no wait wait it's very personal very early on. Like but two I think minutes we've, in, guys. We've kicked off with a bang, so why not? <laughs> okay, in terms of how do I feel about yeah, the marriage one? Um, okay, good good question. No, <laughs> no, I played. Um, be honest, be honest, be honest. I'm split in terms of my emotions. One is I understand that okay, I sacrificed. Um, I was able. I, it was. It's basically choices. Yeah, I believe life is about choices. So I didn't get married at 25, but I was able to have other experiences which I may I probably wouldn't have had um, the opportunity to do if I was married married so young. So there's a positive aspect of it where I'm like, okay, 
I'm able to have done or achieve certain things that I wanted to because I wasn't married. Um, on the other side of it, then there's, it starts to become a time pressure, which you've got to be careful about because when you start to reach a certain age and you might set a goal like, oh, I want to be married at 25 and you haven't hit that goal or that uh, achievement, whatever you want to call it, um, you start to think, okay, should I be rushing the process? And I always, I'm always conscious about never rushing any process and understanding that mm. there's a time for every, everything. Um, so yeah, it's a mixture of content in terms of there was other experiences that I was able to achieve based on the fact that I wasn't married at, at such a young age. But then there's also the area of being anxious and, okay, I do want to get married, but I don't want to rush the process. And I want to make sure that I'm making the decision based on love versus just trying to hit a certain time or frame or period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 how did you feel? How did you feel? Because, because that's really that's really important. Kind of what you shared now that you're beyond twenty five. But at the time of reaching, or let's say when like, you was twenty four and a half, and you knew it was unlikely you're going to get married at twenty five. How did you start to feel? How uh, you know? Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did I feel? Um, I felt okay. Reason why I felt okay was because I, if I'm completely honest. I wasn't focusing on it as I should have. I think it hurts more if, let's say, I was looking for a wife at that particular time and then I didn't hit it versus, okay, by that time I was a consultant, so I was so busy, like, traveling and being, like, work, work, work. So I didn't have enough time to really think and process the, oh, I'm about to miss that 25 goal, per se. Does that make sense? Or, so I think it would have been completely different if I was, looking and searching yeah, for a wife per se or trying to get married at 25 and not doing all the other stuff and then not getting married at 25 i can imagine that that would probably crush crush me or my emotions or etc yeah mm. but what about the rest of you guys no one had the 25 goal no i, I had 27 for that 27 marriage. when did you get yeah. married 27 Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm being completely truthful. But the, I, thing I, is, I, but the thing is, I got. A, I have a feeling that you didn't, although you, okay, you you, you tell us, but it, I think it was coincidence that it happened to go at the same time or or, or what? How would you? No, 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 no. It, it was, it was coincidence. Um, the reason why, I don't, I don't know why I said 27, but I think I do. I probably based that on my dad. My dad got married when he was 27. Mm. So I think just naturally looking up to him, I said 27. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't think any earlier. Maybe I just didn't see myself getting married any earlier. But as I approached marriage and I was 27, it didn't even dawn on me or I didn't recall actually saying that. It was only afterwards I said, oh, wait. I said, yeah, I wanted to get married at 27. And by coincidence, by chance, well, maybe not by chance, because like we said in a previous episode, you know, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you say, because it will come true. And it's just the power of your words and what you say, how they manifest and come come to life. P, did you have a did you have a relationship goal? Uh, no, the way the way that you hesitated with that question is Lauren around us. No, 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 she, no, she, she's there, she's around. But no, the, reason, the reason I think the reason being is um, because I've been with Lauren for so long. It is we've just lived life together. It's not like. I, I guess, I guess, I, what's this wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with this guy? No, I think, I think, I think, I don't, um, 
I think I think the goals were around let's try and try and in, get engaged and 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 get married before thirty. That was probably mm. a, a general goal, but because because we've been together since, as you guys know, since the age of fifteen, mm. you don't. It's it's it's. No, we just sort of go hand in hand. We're just living together, and it's more. I think it was more just before thirty. If if it was if it was for example, we couldn't. We I had to like uh, wait until thirty two, thirty three, thirty four. Then yes, I would have been certainly frustrated. Mm. Um, That's interesting. But not but, but not for me. For me, I think it's it's different because we've been together for so long. In terms of, I haven't really set. Not not the same way I set other goals. I think that's maybe what I'm trying to say. I think yeah, I set other your, goals. Take your, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crying. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a different it's a different goal setting for me, or has okay. been. No, it's interesting because when it comes to relationships and stuff, I've had zero goals on that stuff <laughs> at all. It hasn't even been a been a priority to be to be very frank. Um, but I think having goals and having that general timeline to achieve things, I think is it's good because it gives you that it gives you a sense of direction to go towards. But of course, you don't if you're pushing yourself a bit too much and you don't get there, then you're just going to be disappointed and stuff, right? So, but is being disappointed a bad thing? Because the thing is, it, the thing because what, what, what I've, I've, got, I've got a question. Oh, yeah. since you had this, um, is this whole podcast going to be about just Olu, Olu, Olu? No, 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 it's a valid, it's a valid question, it's a valid question. Since you, since you had this whole kind of relationship goal of being married by yeah. 25, and now that you're past that, what are you doing about that? Or have you set a new goal? Or are you doing it? <laughs> no, 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 stop my time. I'm actually being serious. The, the, new, being like, oh, the new goal okay. is personal. Okay, personal. Okay, no, okay, no, it's no, it's personal. Okay. So, that's fine. Um, Okay, cool. Olu's new goal is just to Oh, is it the trip? Is it the trip that you're going to come back with? Uh, I'm going to South Africa with um, you. Um, I, I don't mess with married men. Sorry. I think no, I think I think maybe the question I think the question that is important is is let's say for example the goal was that you said it got twenty five, you didn't manage to achieve it. And then what's the process in your mind of saying, Okay, I'm going to first of all justify why I didn't reach it at twenty five, because we all do that. But then you've then you've gone through a part a process where you've Recalibrated and said, "Okay, the new goal is now is now thirty. So you've done the same thing wait, again. It's not thirty. It's not thirty. It's a day. Guys, come on, come on. Let's just say, let's just say it was, it was. Yo, man. Hey, Pab, don't don't hold him up, man. He's thirty. Don't put words in my mouth. Sorry. Let's say, let's say the new goal was thirty. How did you go about setting the new the new timeline? It's, so the way I did it was, um, so I think you're extrapolated the past. So I think you're right. The first thing you do is try to explain why you didn't make the first goal. So I justified it based on my lifestyle, the traveling, the consultant made sense. Yeah. Then you sort of start to look at, okay, what should my new goal be? Or should I set a time constraint? So in this particular situation or scenario, I decided to say, okay, you don't need to rush the process. Like in certain things, it's not a it's not a race; it's a marathon. Yeah, me marrying someone, maybe when I'm 30, 31, 32, 33, 
doesn't really matter as long as it's the right person. So you start to value, instead of the age and the time, you value making sure that you marry the right person in this particular scenario. So mm. I think by mm. you growing, I think, and I think that's what some people struggle with. You see certain people that are so stuck on a particular time frame that one, they don't get through that first stage of rationalizing why they didn't make it. So they internalize it. And then secondly, they just rush just to say, okay, I want to be married if in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I yeah, value yeah, marriage yeah, 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 a lot yeah. more than just a tick box exercise. It's not that a tick a box paper. exercise. Yeah. It's life partner. I honestly believe whoever you marry dictates how your life goes and the success, the lows. It's a life partner. Yeah. So it's not something I could rush versus me saying, okay, oh, I want to, by the age of 30, I want to travel to 30 countries, for example. Yeah. That's not like, if you do or you don't do it. This is something very important that you need to take your time with. So I've moved away from actually having a time and just saying that I want to make sure that it's the right life partner. We're stuck on real quick, Dan. I want to just put this point in. I know we're stuck on marriage, but I think marriage is actually a big one because a lot of people do say, "Yeah, oh, I know that part of this topic is around. I want to be married by a certain age. I want to be married before before thirty. Have a family before thirty. Um, what do you say to people? What, what's happening? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> what, what, um, like Olu and 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 Shaw especially. What do you say to people who? Wait, one second, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you say to people that find themselves in a situation where all of their friends are married apart from themselves? The second part to that question is, as you, when, when Daniel's getting married, I'm getting married, what are you guys thinking and feeling? You're, you're happy for us, but at the same time... Well, I hope they're happy for us. Shual, stop. <laughs> Shual, you stop. Um, okay, so, let's, so, so the, the first part in terms of how, how, you, how are you feeling when your friends are getting married? So for me, I actually see it as a... Um, it was actually an inspiration for me because as I think, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, relationships or getting married by a certain age or family by a certain age, it, it's never been a goal of mine. Um, but obviously, naturally, the older you get and the more you see your friends who have developed as individuals and then see them in loving relationships. So, yeah, so I see it as a as a source of inspiration. Now, the older I get, the more I see my friends getting married, seeing how they've developed as individuals and then how that's translated into the relationship and the partners that they have it's for me personally i love being around that and i love seeing that and i think naturally seeing that more the older i get the older we get then more i'm leaning towards wanting to have that in the future now i don't know if i'm ready yet so i don't know if pre-30 is even going to be uh possible but i think moving towards it and seeing it and being closer to it it does make you appreciate it a lot more so i think it's a i think it's a it's a good thing on the flip side though you know when your friends start to get married the the number of people that you could have gone on holiday with before suddenly reduces. <laughs> 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 so you gotta make sure that you gotta make sure that for every one person in the circle that gets married, you try and find a new guy who's walking around. <laughs> still sure, me and Pete are always available. That doesn't oh, change. Uh, okay, perfect. Sure, well, do you also agree that it makes us look good as well? Like when you start dating. And you introduce the no, person. No, 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 no. Don't, don't try. No, no, no. No, no, no. What's Olu talking about? I want to see where Olu goes. He's about to introduce himself. I'm talking about myself, but when you introduce the person that you're dating to your friends and they find out that, oh, some of your friends are married, they're like, oh, shoot. 
Okay, he's got some good friends around him. He does. He's just not hanging around with guys that just. Mm, okay, 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 okay. On the so flip side, yeah. Though. Wait for me to land, guys. Yeah, That's wait for me to land. <laughs> right, take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Descend it. Descend it. Land it. Descend. <laughs> but no, it makes you look good. So I, to be honest, I love it. I've been blessed to say everyone that I know that's gotten married, are oh, from what I see, um, have married the person that they truly love, mm. and the person that's right for them. I don't have any friends that have got married and I'm like, oh, thankfully I don't have. Yeah, that. Thankfully, you, thankfully. you have sometimes where you're like, yo, someone's ticking a box. Like someone's just ticking a box. Thankfully, I don't have that. So that gives me hope as well to say, okay. Don't rush the process. Everything's the time uh, thing. Um, and there's mm. certain people, you know, s- some of my guys are married. Um, I've got friends who have got kids. And sometimes I look and say, okay, I see what they have. I want that in the future. I'm happy I don't have it now because the way my life schedule is set up right now, I don't even know if I could manage what I'm doing right now with a wife, kids. Like my time, my time. But everything will get adjusted. Like adjust everything, everything will get cut, cut, cut in terms of the amount of time you can spend outside of your family. Because <laughs> when you have a family, you have to prioritize everything mm. completely different. Yeah. So that's the blessing aspect of it that I see. That I'm not envious, but I'm happy that I can see my friends fall in love and look at. Okay, this is something I can aspire to, and then also you can get some advice as well. So when you're going through the dating process, you can always pick up the phone, mm. give them calls because. You don't want to get advice from someone like Shuwa that hasn't succeeded in that's goal as of yet um but i'm sure once i'll set it i'll get there you're a handsome lad you know you get there easily so one of yeah. one of the thought process with this with this uh topic is i'm a firm believer in that they say a goal is a dream of a deadline i was about to say that i was about to use your quote because i remember when um Olu said it's nothing no plan of his and then like there's no set date i was gonna say the same thing you said but you know, you know what's interesting, Daniel, is that what I've so I've gone back and forth with this, with this, in with my own in my own journey. When I've set, for example, uh, a relatively big goal to achieve, say, let's say by the twenty-five or the thirty or the thirty-five, we yeah. all, we always seem to do it in fives. Yeah, um, I start immediately because of the because of the goal itself. I start to get honestly um, a bit anxious, nervous, and I start to back off. I don't necessarily take as much action because now I find myself staring at this huge goal that I've got to start to work on versus, <laughs> versus, um, I know why she was laughing because we've had <laughs> versus, um, saying instead of having this whole by 30, I want to have this by 35, I want to have this. Let me just sort of keep the road open and I'll just sort of work on myself and work on my goals as I go along. And, mm-hmm. and what I've, what's interesting is that it depends on, the, let's say the time of the year or the season or, or how you feel as to which one kind of works better than the other. Um, but it's, 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 yeah, I've, I've tried both and it's, it's, uh, it's a tough one. But do you think overall, do you, do you think overall it's helping you though, Pete, I, and moving you in the right direction? So, so what it, so what it, I think, I think over, I think it does help to have a deadline because otherwise then you're flying around for, it's like, almost like if you say, look, my goal is to have X, Y, and Z, but I'll, I'll achieve it whenever I achieve it. 
I don't know if it's as powerful as saying, look, this is the plan and we need to get there by a certain time frame. I think I definitely, I definitely don't think it's as powerful if you just put it and just leave it to achieve it whenever. You need to have a deadline. You need to have a deadline. I think, but I think it's getting the right balance between is what your aspiration is it it's it's a little bit like big enough it has it has is is big enough to keep you motivated and, and inspired but not necessarily too big where it actually puts you off because i found myself putting things on the board and and the next day i'm not moving as someone that's going to achieve it but are you talking about like cuz because there's a difference between no, like goal I, settings like yearly no, no, goal but, settings and we're talking about like yeah. mouth like big milestones yeah, but they, no, but this, these are big marks. Let's say because we spoke about marriage is one of them. Yeah, what other um, ones are you like? What, me, what did you so set for yourself? Say, are you going to turn thirty this it's, year? It's, what did you set for yourself? It's funny. It's funny you said that. Um, what did I set for myself at thirty? I think I think I've only I think I've set my goals now for for thirty five because I've is only because now you realized didn't make thirty the that you smoothed it to thirty five or did you just no? Not because have you know, the, other, the, other, the other thing I wanted to say as well is that most people what I re- what you sometimes we also forget is that. We've actually achieved, everyone in their own right has achieved a lot where they are today. But we tend to forget that piece. We always tend to move the goalposts. So if, for example, most people say, okay, look, I want to be married. I want to have a good paying job. I want to have a nice apartment. I want to have, like, most of us have all that. I have all that. And I'm very thankful for it. And so it's like this element of, okay, let's move the goalposts and now try and get to something else. So if I, if I, if maybe one of my goals would have, like, I think I'm more focusing now towards the 30 or 33 and 35. But I think many, 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 the average person would say, okay, by 30, I want to be a multi-millionaire. Did you have that as yours? Uh, I don't think I did. I had... I had that as one of mine, I'll be honest. No, I don't think I had... Thank you. And Daniel, in regards to that, yeah. are you a multi-millionaire? No, I'm not. Okay. Just in case you are, I don't know. Sometimes you don't, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, no, but even 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 if he even if he is, he wouldn't he wouldn't tell you. Now the thing is, <laughs> interesting, Daniel. With with that goal, yeah. So yeah. you say you want to be multi millionaire by thirty. Two things. Yeah. Why did you? I didn't, have- say, I, didn't, I didn't say multi. I said well, actually, I said a millionaire. I remember I put it as a Facebook post, and it came up. I think maybe a month or two do, ago. Do, 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 do you want to know what's so funny about this? Is that all of us? Yeah, I think I think somewhere along the line we've all said we want to have a, a million by thirty. But then what happens is as we get closer, we, we change the million goalpost. So we say, okay, you know what? Not a million in cash anymore. I want to have a million in assets. Not a million in, in assets. I want to have a million in net worth or something like that. One, whatever's easiest to get to. The, the, the funny one is when you switch the currency from. Let me get. Let me get. To, let me get to a million uh, oh, US dollars. Let me get. No, it. It's, <laughs> the best, it's true, you know, because I've often, I've often converted. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm this in a different currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> you're millionaire. Just, 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 wait, wait. Just, just for. Just, just, no, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Just as we're on this topic, wait, yeah. In, in as we're on this. On this topic, I actually measure my net worth by US dollars. The reason being, <laughs> wait, 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 you might are laughing. The reason being, yeah, is because it's the, like it's, like, it's the world currency. Mm, okay, okay. The world currency. And it, and it happens to be the bigger number, but yeah, that's just funny. So, but yeah, Daniel, Daniel, why did you set that goal at, at 30? And also, um, now, because you're nowhere near it, how do you feel? It's actually about 25. But <laughs> Oh, you said that you no, wanted to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Be a millionaire by 25, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll no. be honest with you. No, no. Uh, so Olu, the re- Olu, Olu's taking a mic. No, the reason I'm laughing <laughs> is because I'm like, okay. Nah, never mind, never mind, never mind. 
Okay, yeah, never mind. No, the, the, re- the reason why, no, because I had an idea. I think, Pab, I shared it with you. I had a, yeah. um, during dissertation, I had an idea of, actually, I'll share it now because I think it's already been released. Someone released it before me, but I had plenty of time to do it. It was through dissertation when you're doing your bibliography or your references, it got quite laborious trying to keep to one style of referencing, whether it's Harvard style or whatever, whatever style it would be. And then usually when you're writing a dissertation, you'll do all your references in between, but you'll leave the references, the part at the end, you know, after the addendum, right to the end. And then you're kind of scrambling the last maybe hour or two before the deadline and trying to get everything in the right, correct order because it needs to be, um, it needs, all needs to be the same. It needs to be um, in sequence. So my idea was rather than having to do it yourself manually and be prone to errors was on the back of every book you reference, you use the ISBN and use your phone or scar- um, the camera to scan the ISBN of the book and it will come out with a style whether you wanted to do Harvard style referencing or the other style referencing and how you'll incorporate that within your actual text in your writing and also at the end of your referencing. And that was the idea I had because I know many dis- uh, many students, we all face the same problem of having that referencing part very boring, very prone to errors and I thought, you know, if this was to be released and targeted as university students, postgraduates, and those doing doctorates, it would be very lucrative and be very attractive, even if it was 99p on the Apple Store. Mm. So that was my kind of way to achieving that goal. And I had someone to help me, but it just never took off because I started working and I, I kind of just lost that interest because I passed that stage of writing my dissertation. So I didn't really, it didn't resonate with me very highly anymore. I lost the passion, so to speak. Right now, that's all, all who's listening to is Vex, boy. Why? <laughs> because he's like, why don't you try and bring me in? <laughs> like, you're going to make it happen, man. You're going to make it happen. We? You mean I? <laughs> okay, so, 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 so Daniel, so so, not, so obviously, at 20, you didn't get you're 25, you're, you're not a millionaire yet, or at that stage. How do you feel? Um, well, I've, I felt... Um, well, gonna, I felt fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was I was annoyed because I had so much time to release it being first to market, and then when I checked, someone had already done it and released something. So th- to that regard, I was annoyed because I could have done something and helped people because it'd be an app that would help people and relieve a lot of stress that people face. Because number one, dissertation is stressful in its own right, and number two, having to reference in having to reference from different sources, books, journals, um, websites, etc., is also long as well. Uh, but then it came to a point where, like you said, we have achieved and accomplished other things in life. And I think sometimes we achieve goals, but we don't necessarily celebrate them or take time to reflect and actually be thankful for achieving them. For example, when we all started university, our goal was to graduate. Yeah, we graduated. And I think on the 26th of July, it was what seven years since, we've, when we, since we graduated. And yeah, we, 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 we celebrated that. But as time goes on, you almost kind of knock it and don't necessarily value it anymore. I'm not saying sit down and dwell on your achievements and accomplishments and not move forward, but whilst we achieve each milestone, we need to celebrate it. Like purchasing a house, you're happy. You achieve a goal that you've worked probably months and uh, months and worked very hard to achieve. But when you've got the key sign, the contract mm. is almost just like thrown to the back of your mind. Yeah, you, you should want to progress and move on to your next objective and next goal, but also at that particular period in time, be grateful and celebrate that success because you need to live in the moment. And what you're achieving, not many have. Many more have achieved it, but not many have. And you have set out and achieved the goal that you put before yourself. Yeah, it's true. Wait, but, yeah, it's true. But, but you didn't make a million though. 
No, I didn't. No, I played. That was low, Daniel. But you didn't get married. I heard you the first time. You didn't need to say it twice. <laughs> no, but you're right. We spoke about it a couple of episodes ago. You've got to live in the moment. I think a lot of times we don't. We we overlook our achievements and we're just like, oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? But we don't actually take time to celebrate ourselves celebrate our own achievements and what we've we've been able to accomplish because i honestly believe when we when we don't reach a specific goal most of the time it's because we've achieved something else or we've done something else or we focused on something else mm. oh cool so what are we saying then everything in usd from now on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we could do if you guys want to be vulnerable uh, yeah why don't we say what our goals mm, are going to be mm, or what mm, our milestone are going to be when we're 35 and then I thought, I thought, Oli, I thought Oli was ready for that net worth conversation I said what I'm ready to share that when you guys are ready man <laughs> which one the goals the goals are the net worth both. the bitcoin both. one uh, go, all right, all right, net worth let's talk then go on bitcoin <laughs> okay so what are we talking about cash in bank are we talking about um, assets which this one? guy bro which one? Nah. <laughs> nah, Wait, didn't we try and have this conversation before and then someone said about all oh, assets and then cash in hand and then stocks and then all this other stuff? i got to speak to my financial advisor to get a breakdown of everything. No, is no. it? <laughs> no, but I think, no, what I'm saying is I think we should, if you guys want to, but we're recording this podcast, why don't we say or set some achievements or goals that we want to reach when we're 35? And you never know, we'll listen back to this. We might, we'll probably still be doing this podcast, but on a bigger scale. And we can actually play this back and say, hey, we actually achieved this goal. I want to be recording this podcast in different locations, different cities, with an audience, live. Dope. I'll go next. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll go next. I'll go okay. next quickly. By the age of 35, I want to be married. <laughs> yeah? So, <laughs> before I turn... Oh, before, I turn by the age, before I turn by the, 35, I'll be married. By the but they just 35, I want to be able to have this podcast in a different language. Us speaking in a different language. Wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Pause, pause, pause. You've been living in Switzerland for how long? Can you still speak Swiss German yet? I can speak, I can speak enough to get by, man. Enough, enough to get to by. Do this podcast. <laughs> why, do you, why do you do your book review in Swiss German? Yes. But you guys won't understand what I'm saying, so what's the we point? It doesn't matter. Normally it doesn't understand matter. what you're saying, so it doesn't back. change anything. It's still a picture book. No, 35, let's have this podcast in a different language. Sure. Sure. Um, by 35, I would like to be married with two kids. Two okay. kids. Talk about... Inshallah, my brother. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there is a long way to go. All right, book review. What are we saying? I don't think I don't think I don't think anyone took that seriously enough, but that's fine. I think took it seriously enough. No, people. Yeah, I'm being serious. Okay, no, nah, maybe Olu and uh, Olu and uh, um. Okay, I'll be serious. I want. I want. Oh, I'll say we want to marry. You say I want to get what remarried or married? What are you gonna say? <laughs> I mean, I want to have. Um, I want to have had. I don't know how many kids, but I know I want to have a set of twins. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. So you're gonna keep trying until you get twins? 
That one's out of your control, man. I know it's oh yeah, to some degree. But um, I want to get to this. <laughs> that one that was that one's not to, to, to some to some degree, Daniel. What no, kind because, of no, because twi- no, because <laughs> twins no twins run in the family and they missed the generation, that's why. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, okay, so let's why don't we wrap it up with what would you say to somebody now that is is getting quite anxious and frustrated at the fact that they've they're turning twenty five, they're turning thirty, they're turning thirty five and they haven't quite reached what they want what they set out to reach. For me is for me is evaluate the importance of the goal. That's the first thing. So if it's as important as something like marriage, it's not something you should rush into. That's a life commitment. Mm, So it's not you shouldn't put a time constraint on it. Just make sure you find and marry the right partner. If it's something more like okay, I want to travel a certain amount of places or I want to do a certain amount of things before I turn thirty, then review your life and see why didn't you achieve that goal it might be because you achieved other goals so celebrate those goals and then just reevaluate, see the importance of it and then set new goals for it i would simply say ask yourself the why and then adjust your actions accordingly and actually i would just say i would just say you don't need to rush everything as much as as much as you're trying to do it because Every day, if you're making a little bit of progress, progress is still always progress. So, if it doesn't happen one year or two year, I'd say, yeah, I'd I would say in the in the time, yeah, then, yeah. Um, something actually, it's, it's actually a nice segue into the book review. But it's what I what I try to keep telling myself is you are always where you should be. Uh, so just continue to trust the process. Trust mm. the process. There's so many successful people that made it at a later stage in their life. Look at yeah. what was it KFC. Yeah, exactly. Colonel Sanders. Look at yeah. um, Bezos. Uh, Disney. Yeah, Walt Disney. He, started, he quit his job at 31 and started there. There's, Sam, there's so many people. Sam, uh, Sam Walton. There's so many people. So, And Daniel Johnson. What's he, what's he done? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like the piece said, trust the process and enjoy the journey. Life is a journey, man. Mm. Cool. So let's move on. To the part that everyone has been waiting for. Oh, this guy. But why? For, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> hype, man. I'm hyping you up. Man. Why does he do that? Okay. No. So what's, what's, what's good about what's good about what's interesting about his book review is actually a nice segue into what we've actually been discussing. So the book that we want to book that I want to uh, put on the table today and, and talk about is called The Practicing Mind. It's master any skill or challenge by learning to love the process. So develop focus and discipline in your life by Thomas Sterner. So what I want to do is effectively go through some of the key chapters and the key messages that stood out to me when I was reading it, um, and then sort of walk towards a summary. And then I've got one or two questions to ask you guys about overall your perspective on the process and things like that. If there's any, Sounds good. If there's anything as I'm going through it that, that stands out, um, just say. And cool. So, um, yeah, the first, thing, the first thing that the book opens up with in the first chapter, which I like, is that it says, if you're not in control of your thoughts, then you're not in control of yourself. Without self-control, you have no real power regardless of whatever you accomplish. Um, so that was one of the first open. If I go into sort of more of the process, not the product. So on, on the second chapter, um, which talks about process, not the product, 
Uh, it says that when you focus on the process, the desired product takes care of itself. But when you focus on the product, you immediately begin to fight yourself and experience restlessness, frustration, impatience with the actual process. Um, one of the things that also I mentioned earlier in, in the episode, which it says, which I find really resonated well with me, which said, you're always where you should be any, every single point in time. So a lot of times we always tend to say, we always tend to forget how far we've come and we always tend to want to be further than we actually are. And we forget to remind ourselves that based on how much we've invested in ourselves, based on how much we've worked with other people, how much we've served, we are exactly where we need to be in that particular process. So that, that I think is an important understanding because it brings a level of patience as you're going along your journey. Um, Daniel, you, you mentioned this one earlier, a classic example of where perhaps we forget about the process and more focus on the end goal is that is if you look at school. So in school, the grade is everything and the knowledge was nothing. So I could probably, yeah. we could probably all read off our GCSE grades um, subject by subject. But if I asked each other to explain kind of what you learned in year 10 and year 11, you most likely forget. So how do we kind of, it's in, interesting insights on how we can sort of move ourselves closer towards understanding why it's more important to focus on the process and, and not the product. Um, another thing that I liked what it said was that when we think about something that we've, we've achieved well in the past or we've acquired, usually what happens is the process comes to mind and not the product. So if we think about going back to university, we think about how we achieved, uh, in some cases, the first or the two one, we tend to think about the, the sort of long nights, strenuous lights uh, when we was working as opposed to the actual grade itself. Uh, another section, which is around creating habits that and we desire. So it says that expectations are tied to a result or product. We usually think things should be a certain way right now. And if they're not, then and only when they get to a certain point, then I'll be very happy. And what I like is that it says that when you start to experience these kind of emotions, it's an indicator that you have fallen out of the process and out of the present moment. And so keep going back and remembering that you are exactly where you should be in this particular process and point in time. It's very tough. Um, and and we, can, we can sort of dis discuss it a little bit later in terms of how you keep this level of patience and understanding. Uh, the, 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 last, the last section I'll, I'll just touch on is, it talks about perception change creates patience. So when we are, and this happens, you can even think about examples in your own life. When we're impatient, we experience negative emotions. And when we are patient, suddenly everything in life is, is a-okay. Mm, mm. um, it's a process is a natural result of staying focused. No, progress, sorry, is a natural result of staying focused on the process of doing anything. When you stay on purpose, focus on the present moment, the goal comes towards you with ease. However, when you constantly focus on the goal you're aiming for, you actually push it away instead of pulling it towards you. So I think it's, it's, it's really, um, again, interesting perspectives on, we all kind of write down, if you think about our vision, if you think about visionary boards, you think about writing down your goals. What we tend to do is we do, we get, we do a very good job in mapping out the visionary board. We do a very good job in mapping out the goals, but have, do we do enough, do we do a good enough job in actually writing down what the process looks like and falling in love with the process more than the actual goal? That's something we don't do, man. A lot of us. Yeah. I think whenever we start off stuff, you enjoy the process, but slowly it's just, oh, I need to achieve this goal. I need to achieve this goal. Straight. You got, you've got to enjoy the journey. Otherwise, what are you doing it for? Like, honestly, what are you doing it for? I think, I think, it's, even, I think it's even like more than enjoying. It's more like the goal is the journey. Mm. 
You see, so it's it's and it's it's a tough. I think it takes it takes several months, probably years, to really understand it and internalize it because we're constantly looking at that end goal: the house, the car, the family, um, and it's just and then whatever it takes to get there, we'll get there. But I want to I want to arrive at the destination. Um, just three other points I want I want to uh, touch on, and then and then I just got a couple of questions for us all. One of the things also like it says that most of the anxiety that we experience in life comes from feeling that there is an endpoint of perfection in everything that is involved in ourselves. So it taps into if you think about the negative emotions, the frustrations, the anxiety, all comes from the fact that we're trying to we focus effectively too much on the end goal versus going through and learning that skill through the process. Um, uh, the problem, oh, this is an interesting one. The problem with patience and discipline is that de- is that developing each of them requires both of them. And the last one is the real thrill of, of acquiring anything, whether it's an object or a personal goal, is your anticipation of the moment of receiving it. The real joy lies in creating and sustaining the stamina and patience needed to work for something over a period of time. So I think, I think, I mean, it has again great perspectives on 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 the process versus focusing on the goal. And my question, when I was re- when I was going over this, my question to you guys was, what do you guys actually think about falling in love with the process? And uh, I mean, we've touched a little bit on with with the episode, but how? What's your honest? Because Gary Gary V talks about this a lot, right? Uh, and and there's a lot of YouTube videos around the process. But when you come back to your own real life, how does that work? Does it work? I think the process you don't enjoy it when you're in it. Mm. You, you, I'll be honest. You don't really, nece- you don't necessarily enjoy, or well, you don't enjoy the lows. You enjoy when it's the, the highs. But really and truly, you learn through the lows. I think when you really retrospectively look back, and you you probably reach the destination, you will then appreciate the journey and the process you went through because that's what refined you and made you better as an end result. But whilst you're in it, you don't see. You, don't, you might not see the end point because you're so consumed with trying to get through or overcome that the obstacle or battle you're currently facing that the end goal is still there, but it's not necessarily in sight. It's on the horizon, but you can't see it. It's blurred. But when you get there, you then appreciate the process. Mm. So, so how, do we, how do we enjoy the process more? I think you have to keep your... I think it's an, an, an element of keeping your eye on the end goal. Keeping the goal the destination in sight and not lose, losing focus, but, you know, maybe being tunnel visioned, but remaining, remaining focused, but also flexible. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's for me, that's also the big driver. Always thinking about what's that end goal in mind. I think if, if it's say, if you're going through a, you're purchasing a property, for example, and your process is taking longer than you would have liked, there's additional things that are being asked. It looks like it could fall through, etc. But if you know that the end goal is okay, once I have this, it'll be generating cash flow for me. It kind of keeps you pushing through, keeps you looking for the next opportunity that comes up. And I think it, even even with the the waking up early uh, P that we've been doing the last couple of months now, that in itself, I don't actually, I didn't enjoy doing that before, and now it's actually become part of the process where I know that if I continue to do that and it helps me become more productive again with the end goals I have in mind it keeps that motivation yeah so so my my answer to the question I asked also about how do you enjoy the process because as you guys have noticed I've recently started doing it is actually sharing with the world your process so there's a reason why I timestamp when I wake up there's a reason why I timestamp when I'm in the gym because what I've what I realized is that by sharing the process and not keeping it to myself one you inspire and two, there's an element of 
the world keeping you accountable to what you're doing. So I'm I'm not going to want to timestamp for two weeks and then stop. That's just not my it's not in my nature. I'm going to want to keep it going for as long as I can, ideally forever. So I've I've found actually that because as you know, I was a big believer in not wanting to share anything. I was you know private P ghost P P doesn't share. You got anything. to that twice. You got yeah, to yeah, that so twice. Don't wanna, and then I've 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 seen a um um my, my I've done a I've completely looked at it differently. But I, I find that sharing the process, while other people may turn around and say, oh, look at him, he's sharing the steam room again, or he's sharing this again. Actually, it's keeping, <laughs> it, keeps, it keeps you going and it does really inspire people. So, so that's something just to keep in mind. Not everybody wants to share their, what they're doing. Uh, it can seem sometimes monotonous, but it, it does. I think it's quite powerful. And I think you start to truly enjoy the journey when you know you see results. Maybe that's just me. So mm, I, the, I small, the, small wins, the small wins, the small wins, because I think the big, the problem is sometimes when you're looking at a big goal, you can get demoralized where you're like, Oh, I'm so far away from it. But I see as if your goal is to just continuously improve, like just mm. be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Then you start to truly enjoy the journey. So if it's like, let's say with a house process, you're like, okay, I'm doing this to better myself in the long run. So when you're going through the harder process where it's, oh, it's taking so long, the bank are taking so long, I've got to ask so many questions, I've got to send all these forms. If you continuously look, okay, I've done more than I did yesterday, I'm closer to it than yesterday, you start to enjoy that whole journey process versus seeing it as a burden or why is it so difficult? But yeah. Um, one quick last question I had. Um, does the book talk about, and you might have already mentioned this, but comparing yourself to other people? Uh, no, actually, actually uh, it talks it talks a little bit about uh, the ego and the observer, not so much about comparing yourself to other people. You know what's interesting? We can just nip it in the in in the bag now. Uh, comparing yourself to other people is just comparison. Mm. It's nothing to do with success. Exactly. Um, so and that's and that's is plain and simple. And someone shared this with me the other day. Is like success. One way to describe success is being able to do the most with what you have yourself. Uh, and like you said, improving day by day. Yeah. But looking at the, looking at the next man is called comparison. Mm. It's not called. So, but no, it, it doesn't have a particular chapter on that. It does have a chapter actually interesting on what we can learn from children. If you want to learn more, you have to buy the book. Let's just say success is tons of discipline, and re- and regret is tons of sorry. Forget that. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> I just want to sounds like I want to. You know it, it actually sounds like it sounds like Daniel and Pavila went to Toronto. Well. <laughs> I just, I just want to wrap it up. Wrap it up with two two quick lines. So just real quick. So it says, "Real peace and contentment in our lives comes from realizing that life is a process to engage in a journey down a path that we can choose to experience as magical." When we shift towards both focusing on and finding joy in the process of achieving instead of having a goal, we have gained a new skill. So the book is called The Practice in Mind, Developing Focus and Discipline in Your Life by Thomas Sterner. So thank you all for staying tuned to episode 28 of Take Flight Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any feedback for us or any topics you'd like us to discuss, please DM us on Instagram at Take Flight Podcast or email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next week. Take care and God bless. Happy Friday. Take off, take off.